0: This program contains material not suitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. All new today.
1: Very disturbing facts have come to light here. An unfaithful husband returns to the stage. What have you told her you did? For the Dr. Phil show you never thought you'd see.
2: I attacked a young lady on interstate I-35 and killed her. I beat her to death a blood-curdling confession.
1: You dragged her into the woods. I took her body and threw it in the river. From a husband. Is that true? That is true. You did kill her. To his wife. You looked Michelle in the eye and said, I did it. I killed her. How did you feel when you were beating her to death? But don't
2: even start that with me. What happened happened.
1: Is it a lie too?
2: I feel like I'm going crazy. The
0: chilling conclusion.
1: Have we just seen the flash temper? To a
2: husband's shocking confessions.
1: You haven't seen nothing yet. Coming up. Let's do it. I want you to get excited about your life. Here we go, in 10. Standby, camera 6. If it's happening now, we're going to deal with it now. Stand by, Dr. Phil. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Stand by, A, and roll A, check in. Go, Dr. Phil. Thank you very much, thank you very much. I wanna tell you that today we are continuing a dramatic story of Wade and Michelle. Now this started out as a husband who was on the show that we were doing about husbands that just aren't straight with their wives. But the real drama didn't start until after the show because a story that started out about dishonesty and infidelity became a story about rape and murder. His wife, Michelle, called and talked to me, saying that she was in fear for her life because Wade had told her frightening stories of crimes that he had committed. She, of course, was shocked. She feared that she was living with a serial killer. Take a look at what's happened so far.
3: We seem like a normal, very happy couple. I've discovered several terrible secrets about my husband. I found some work shirts in his truck that smelled like perfume.
1: So three weeks ago, Wade failed a lie detector test uh, showing that he had a sexual encounter with a coworker. He said he wanted to take another one.
0: Have you had sexual relations with any person other than
2: Michelle? No.
1: I have Wade's results here. You said no, the test says that is a deceptive response. That is a lie.
3: Did you have sex with someone? Everybody here knows it, he knows it, I know it, we all know it, just say it.
1: Wade, you better start talking or start walking. Yes.
3: Our marriage is over.
1: Sorry.
3: I wanted our marriage to work so bad.
1: Look at me. Listen, do you think I know what I'm doing? If I didn't believe it, we wouldn't be here. I think you have a sickness, Wade. I want help. Michelle, not long after, called our producers and frankly said, I am scared for my life. Justin,
3: this is Michelle. I need big help. And
1: I'm scared. Justin, you picked up that voicemail, correct? Exactly. She told me some very scary things, and I immediately called you. So I immediately got on the phone with her.
3: He told me that he had raped his ex-wife. He told me that he had attacked a woman on the side of the road. He said, I, I killed her. He told me of attacking a man and a woman. He knows he killed her.
1: What did you think when you were sitting there hearing this?
3: I thought he was gonna kill me.
1: Based on knowing him and what he said to you that he's gonna kill again.
3: I know he will.
1: You are fully convinced that you are living with a serial killer. I am. A serial rapist. I am. You know this is like playing Russian roulette. We have got to get you and the children out of there. You are in danger. Michelle said because she feared for her life, she got a protective order. I'm
3: very scared. He's been repeatedly calling me nonstop.
2: When I got served with the protective order, I was shocked. She had just told me that morning that she loved me. I'm
3: scared to death that I'm going to be next. But anytime time I go to bed, you can roll over any time and just kill me. Wade is in a panic state. If he's this angry over just not being able to find me, I can't imagine what's in store. I want a divorce.
1: What's it been like for you?
3: I haven't had a chance to break down yet. <laughs> even think or get the gist of what's going on. Just running on fumes and trying to keep a smile on my face for the boys.
1: Okay, at this point I'm uh, here with Michelle and you know that I want to bring Wade out and we want to have a conversation about all this. Now you had a protective order uh, against him to keep him away from you. And that has now been lifted, so it is legal for him to be here yes. and, and come and sit and have this conversation. Uh, let's ask Wade to join us. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Wade, um, very disturbing facts have come to light here uh, from Michelle. And I'm curious as to whether they are facts or whether they're not facts. We have been in touch with Michelle. You called, correct? Yes. And she told us that after leaving here, going to Dallas, going through the evaluation, here's Dr. Lawless right here that you saw in Dallas. Here's Jack Tramarco next to him that did the polygraph on you were on the show, um, that you have made some startling revelations and confessions to her about things that you are guilty of doing. Is that right or wrong? That's correct. What have you told her you did?
2: I told her that approximately two years ago, um, I attacked a young lady on uh, Interstate I-35. Later, uh, she and I went to the scene, and a different memory came into my mind where I didn't just attack her and she drove away, that I attacked her and killed her.
1: Is that true? That is true. You did kill her.
0: When we return, another shocking murder confession. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street. Essential television.
1: You did kill her.
2: I th- it depends on... I have different memories of it. I have a memory where she drove away. I have a memory of it where she didn't drive away. I don't, I don't know what's right or what's true.
1: Do you want to know? I do want to know. I believe that you want to be honest here. If you have this recollection, you either have it or you don't, Wade. This was two years ago, less than 24 months ago. You gave us a timeline on this. It was in the fall of 2005. You said that you attacked this woman along I-35 while changing a tire. And that you then dragged her into the woods. When you went there, you became physically ill. And you looked Michelle in the eye and said, I did it. I killed her. What was in your mind at that point? I saw visions of me beating her to death. Tell me what you saw, tell me the movie in your mind. How did it happen? You dragged her from the side of the road? No, I carried her. How did you carry her? Over my shoulder, fireman's carrying. Um, Your left shoulder or your right shoulder? Right shoulder. How far into the woods did you carry her?
2: It's 40 yards to the trees and probably another 10, 15 yards in.
1: What happened when you got her back there? When I got her back there, I was
2: I, I, I was gonna rape her. Um, I don't know if it was the cold or what. I I couldn't do it. Um, I became infuriated and angry, and I, I beat her to death.
1: With your hands, your fist, with a My weapon. Fist. Did she resist? No. Did she struggle? No. She just laid there? She was unconscious when I took her to the woods. How did she get unconscious? What happened on the side of the road? Um,
2: the tire iron slipped when I was doing the top lug. Um, I would have my back to the front of the car. Um, I hit myself in the face. I split both my lips um, and fell on my butt um... she laughed and that's it, it went um, I slammed her against the side of the car I then slammed her on the hood of the car and I slid her off the hood to the front of the car and she was unconscious
1: Was there traffic on the road?
2: In one, in, in, in the one memory a truck, a bus, a big vehicle went by. I remember the wind, the push of the wind, and a horn. And then she stood up and looked at me. And I put my hands up, and I backed away, and I said, go. And she left. In the other memory, there was no vehicles.
1: How How do you explain having two memories of this? I can't. What you saw in your mind and head when you returned to the, 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 the scene of the crime was beating her to death in the woods. Mm-hmm. What did you do with the body? I left it there. Did you hide it? Did you bury it? Did you put it under leaves, branches, trees, anything? I don't have recollection of doing that. I don't...
2: The whole memory is... is... It's there's pieces missing. There's things I don't remember of it. There's things that don't that I there's things that don't make sense. There's answers that I don't have. Um, I, I don't remember hiding her body. I don't remember moving her body. I just I don't.
1: How did you feel when you were beating her to death? I I don't know emotion, I don't remember an emotion. I don't. Is rape a sexual thing for you?
2: I think rape would be a sexual thing for anybody.
1: It's, that's part of what it is. Didn't you say to me that it's more than that to you, that it's about demeaning, that it's about dominating? Demeaning, power. Is that what you felt at that time?
2: To do that to somebody, there had to be a rage. I mean, there had to be rage. That's not, but I don't remember a specific
1: emotion. Talk to me about Macedonia. I was deployed to Macedonia
2: in the mid to late 90s. I don't know the dates. had a uh, two, two, two week block of UN leave. Um, we were working for the United Nations. Um, during that leave, I went downtown uh, with my rifle squad, um, went to a bar, had quite a bit to drink. Was, that's just was par for the course. I was talking to a young lady there, and everything was going well. Um, after maybe hour or so, a uh, young fella showed up um, started, I'm assuming cursing at her, it uh, was in a different language, um, said a few things to me and they left. I wasn't, I, didn't, I wasn't ready for the conversation to end. I followed them out of the club over to the car. Um, she was getting in one side I walked up I said something to her she turned and slapped me and I punched her in the face and later knocked her out he came around the back of the car after me Um, I beat him Um, I can only assume I beat him to death at that point I threw her over the wall outside and I I beat her to death. Um, It's like I woke up, realized what had happened. I tried CPR. I tried mouth-to-mouth. There was nothing I could do. I got scared. I didn't know what else to do. So I took her body over to the river and threw it in the river.
1: So you have no doubt you killed those two people?
2: I don't have the other ending to that story, no.
1: Are you a risk to your wife?
2: My doctor at the VA doesn't think it's a good idea for me to go home yet.
1: These are the events that he told you about, correct? Yes. And when you told her about these, did you become sexually aroused while you were telling her?
2: When I told her about them, no, I did not become sexually aroused when I told, them, told her about them. When I told her and told her that originally I wanted to write a letter I, the, saying where the body was, saying not admitting turning myself in in any way, but at least saying where the body was so that they could find this person, so her family could know, so that it would be done. Um, and Michelle turned around and said that she would help me move the body. And that, it shocked me at first. It wasn't the answer I thought. I honestly believed the first night I told her she was going to call and I was going to go to jail. That was honestly what I figured would happen. Um, when she said that, it made, me, it, it made me feel good. It made me know that she loved me. It made me feel strong. And it made me feel a better connection to her. That's why I got turned on. That's why I wanted to be intimate with her. It, 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 that was truly felt like unconditional love.
1: How do you feel about this, as you sit here and hear it?
3: I uh, <clears throat> he, know, he knows that I, it was talking with the FBI about, um, I was having advice to say, help me think of some things to say to him to create a connection with him to see if he would say more if he felt more at ease that I was okay with it and things and that's why the I brought up the discussion of moving the body which was I felt like throwing up and he felt like having sex I'm having a hard time understanding that um, him even sitting here telling you the story about being out there is off from some things are kinda off and changed from what he told me. I don't I don't understand that.
1: Why after hearing these atrocities <coughs> would you lift a restraining order to keep him away from you and your children?
3: Wade um he got committed. They had a psychiatrist from the VA talk with him. And he diagnosed him with something. And then, after the incident happened where I went into the hospital, he had come over and he could have just. If he wanted me dead, he could have just not done anything. He could have come in. He could have killed me.
1: She has said that you have become very aggressive during these sexual encounters, which you were doing to try to draw more information out of him, to the point that she had to pull your hands from around her neck. Is that true? When you
2: were doing this to me, to Marco's advice, when he thought I was this strange serial killer that was going to kill you and the family and he wasn't smart enough to take you out of the house. When you were doing this by his advice to get more information out of me, you were the one that wanted to play those games. You were the one that instigated the situations we were in. I didn't instigate those. I didn't didn't like it. I got physically ill after the one time, if you remember. I didn't like it. It wasn't my idea. It was his idea right there. It wasn't my idea. I'm not the one that instigated calm it.
3: Down. You need to calm down.
0: Coming up, Wade shows his shocking rage.
1: Did you get aggressive her during sex, and does that worry you? We role-played,
2: and... I, I did get aggressive, I, I know I did. And it, it, it does, It does. I, I, didn't, I didn't like the game we were playing, I didn't like what was happening, so but what, what, it went, it, it, it did continue, I mean it did go on, it did happen, and it does worry me.
3: So that, that, that night that you grabbed me and threw me down to the floor, and I was telling you to leave me alone, to knock it off. And then afterwards you said, oh, you weren't playing? And I said, Jesus, Wade, no, I wasn't playing. I told you to leave me alone. That's, that's role playing to you?
1: Did you create a a game? Were you playing, were you role playing? Were you saying, let's pretend, let's fantasize, let's live out a fantasy? The first
3: time, no. The second time he wanted to role play a rape. Yes or what? no? Yes or no? no? Was it not you your wanted choice? to?
1: Okay. You brought it up. Okay. Bottom line is you don't want to hurt your family. No, I don't. You don't want to hurt anyone, Michelle, or your children. Foremost, beyond anyone else, right? I mean, that's the last thing you want to do is hurt somebody, and if you're a risk to them in, in any way then you want to know that, right? Yes. The VA people have, have told you that they think you're suffering from post-traumatic stress syndrome.
2: I talked to doctor, my, my doctor this morning and explained to him in detail. And he says he believes, from what he understands, that it's something that, traumatic that happened to me in the Gulf that I have blocked out for whatever reason or another and that my mind is trying to work it back up and put me into situations. He says, as far as with the girl on I-35, he believes, okay, you stopped, you changed your tire. He said, she angered you in some way, she irritated you in some way. He said, in your mind, turn the page, and went through this fantasy. He said, your feelings of rage, helplessness, and things like that. That's what he explained to me this morning.
1: Because the police have conducted two searches along this area of I-35, where you said, you killed this girl and they've yet to they're not through looking but they've yet to find remains uh, the head investigator told me that yesterday after I went and shared my story
2: and I said you know I feel good but it's it, it still happened I mean I'm I, they didn't find anything I feel good that I didn't kill somebody but I did it's It's still there. It's, I want to believe that it didn't happen. I want to believe that this is some a doctor's word, psychosis or something that's wrong with me. something that could be fixed. But in my head, I know what happened. I was there. She was there.
1: When we come back. Is Wade telling the truth? I have some hard questions for him. If you would like to purchase a tape or transcript of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on
0: to drphil.com or call 866 4 drphil phil That's 866-437-7445.
1: Do you think that it's possible that he is lying to you, fabricating to you, doesn't know the difference between fantasy and reality, and maybe didn't kill these people? Are you convinced he did, are you convinced he didn't? Do you not know? Where do you come down on this?
3: I am so confused. I feel like I'm going crazy. I don't understand any of it. I mean, how how can you fail a polygraph test? How come you failed? You sat out here and told me it was from having sex with someone and then when we got home you said no. I, w- I want to know why you failed. I don't
1: you failed the polygraph here, then you said, yes, it is true. Then she says, when you got home, you said the polygraph was wrong, and I only said that what I said on the stage just to move on to get it over with or whatever.
2: Basically, yes.
1: So was the polygraph wrong? If I, just I all tried about- to rape
2: and kill this girl, then no, the polygraph is correct.
1: You're saying you've had no other sexual contact other 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 than the situation where you tried to rape and kill somebody?
2: No other sexual contact.
1: So when you were confirming the results, you at first said no, 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 and then you said yes. When you were saying yes, were you thinking about the raping and the killing or were you thinking about something else or were you just lying to tell me what you thought I wanted to hear? There was no point in arguing with, with Dr. Phil
2: or a polygraph that Michelle and everybody else believes is correct.
1: Well, you, you know,
3: I- you went home and argued with me in private about it, so you just saved that for me alone at home. You won't do it out here when I have help to help sort it out. You wait till we're in private alone, and you can warp and twist my mind to believe what you want. It me wasn't
2: to. to warp and twist your mind, Michelle. That day we were here last i was i was i was shocked that i didn't pass the polygraph test
1: well wait let, let me say a couple of things here okay um, first off i so hope and pray that you haven't killed anybody but we were backstage with the the camera's off, the microphone's off, and, and, and you confess things to me then and to you that involved sexual contact with other people. You said you raped your ex-wife. You said you had raped other women and that it was totally with you, not about sex but about demeaning them, degrading them, and controlling them. And you gave me the specific example of your ex-wife. In nineteen ninety-one or ninety-two, um, was that I, was that true? D- did you rape her in ninety-one or ninety-two? Yes. And she just never pressed charges. Nope. Wait, I, I want to try and figure this out. I, you want to know, right? I, I mean, what freedom would it be to you to find out that you had not killed someone?
2: Yeah, it'd be liberating. I want, I want back who I was. I want back who I want to be. I want back the person I portrayed to Michelle when I hid everything from her. I want back my life. I want, I want to help her. She's, she's, I've hurt anyone and everyone that's ever entered my life not just physically, but more mentally. This problem that I have, barring the killings, the rapings, this problem that I have is a problem that I think I always kinda knew I had, I've always suspected, and I've denied it. And I've denied it to my family, I've denied it, to my parents have complained to me about it for years. Um, Five years ago, I was at a hospital, and the doctor told me he thought I had PTSD, and he wanted me to get help, and I didn't because it was weakness. I was showing weakness.
1: Why now? Why confess this now and to me? Why why do this here? Why do this now instead of five years ago or or ten years further down the road? Why now? I was
2: scared to confess it before to Michelle, um, the one I should have told. I was, in confessing it, I knew that it meant a jail cell. I thought I could control it. I thought that I could take care of this, that it would get better with time, that I could work it out. And. I I told Michelle because I wanted to give her the truth. I wanted to... We talked backstage, and we talked about this being a new life, you know, no omissions, lies by omission. And I
1: I wanted her to know. You you talked to Dr. Lawless here uh, in Dallas. You and I have both worked with people that have come from vietnam have come from desert storm i mean all the all the different conflicts around the world we've worked with people that have have come back from that with post-traumatic stress syndrome or disorder however it's labeled have you ever seen a manifestation where someone fabricates a crime as a result of ptsd
0: no i haven't seen that as a part of ptsd but Part of what I hear and part of the results were that he does have a thought disorder so that he has difficulty understanding reality from non-reality.
1: And you want to get to the bottom of it. You want to know the truth.
2: It's out. It's time to find out. I want this over. I want to get back to having a life. I want back to being the man Michelle loves. I want to be I want her to be able to walk by when I'm playing with the kids and not worry that I'm doing something to the kids that I'm going to hurt one of the kids.
1: If I arrange for you to have a, a polygraph examination about these crimes, will you take it? With someone other than Jack. Okay. I know you have... What's I know wrong you, with Jack? But, if he
2: thought I was this deranged killer and he had you in the house just to profile me, f*** on him. If you were in danger, you should have been out of there. He shouldn't have had you there playing these stupid f- games with me, trying to figure out what was going on with me. You should have been gone.
3: He was trying to figure out the level of danger that, that I was in. He was if trying to sort danger, that out for If any danger, the kids were in any danger at all.
1: You should have I been gone. I
3: was in danger to leave.
1: Well, first off, uh, I, and I'll let Jack speak for himself here, uh, but that, that wasn't his call in any way whatsoever. I agree you should... Was he giving her information and wanting her to play this game along and find I, out I, about I, me? I, I can assure you that... If you have energy about him, that's not the person that you should sit down with. But I will make those arrangements for you back home. You know where you can do it, where you're comfortable, and and there and, and set. Jack, did you want to say something?
0: Yeah, Doctor Phil, I'd like to say to Wade that there was a way for this never to have occurred, and that would be if you didn't kill someone. Don't go telling
2: your that's wife that you. you did. Don't on you. Don't and, even start that with two, me. What m- happened? Happened. You have to stay there. Michelle was called what was wrong. me for help. And did you tell her to play along with the game and to play me out? And she, to see what
0: said she, 4, she said that she did was you worried. She, you said, she said that she was worried. Did you do that? She said that she was worried, Dr. Phil, that he might hurt her if she kept asking questions. And so we discussed how she might ask questions, and he and his suspicions wouldn't be. Uh, uh, toward her so in essence she, she stayed there
2: up. and you kept having her ask questions she had to, to find stay things there, out she
0: had nowhere to go that moment Wade, you're the problem you're not'm i not, I'm the not solution. denying I'm the
2: problem dumbass what I'm saying is you should have got her out of the house if you were concerned at all about her or the kids that's, that's what I'm temper. saying I am the problem what I did is the problem your negligence with doing what you do and calling yourself what you are that's problem I have with you you know Wade you have a
0: problem that you need to work on Uh, even your wife and your children are afraid of you and I didn't start that I tried to keep her safe and she knows that as she sits there I never said anything to her that wasn't from my heart I treated her like she was my youngest daughter you left your youngest daughter in a
2: house with me that you thought was a serial killer you left your youngest daughter in a house with me that you thought that I didn't know. Did you think I didn't that?
0: know if you were a serial killer or that you were deflecting the truth from your polygraph. That is, there are other
1: lovers. Did, what did he and tell you? That, you made did up he a tell horrific event that, that
0: I was a out. serial killer. Time out. Time out. Time
1: out. Time out. This dialogue is over. I want no more conversation between you two. I just want to ask you: Have we just seen? the flash temper that can happen with you when you get agitated? You haven't seen nothing yet. How are you feeling right now? What are you thinking and how are you feeling?
3: I would like to say something in defense of Mr. Tremarco. Okay, go ahead. Um, When I called Jack and talked to Jack, he was immediately concerned. He immediately wanted to help me and checked on me consistently throughout the day, every day. And he was trying to help me just as much as the Dr. Phil show was trying to help me figure it all out and get a plan on what to do uh,
1: at this point do you are you still plugged in enough that you're going to ride this out and find out what is is this an illness that he has or is he a murderer and a rapist are, are you prepared to, to ride this out in safety but ride this out and see where the bottom is
3: It's down to, I have to be, no matter what, he's the father of four little boys that we have.
1: Is that why you think that until you get calm and get right, that it may not be best for y'all to be together? Yes. Because you don't want to get into a rage and do something that an hour later you're going to really regret, right? I don't believe that I could hurt her, but it's not worth the chance. I love her, and
2: I love the kids, and I don't want to take that chance. I I, just, I want to maintain contact with her. I don't want to lose her altogether. I love her, and I want to be married to her, but I need help.
3: If he didn't do it, and he's sick, can they help him? If you, he did it...
1: Are you afraid for your life at this point?
3: I'm not afraid for mine. Should I am be? No.
1: I, I don't, am very...
3: I don't, Very afraid for other people. He told me that when he loves someone, it's different. When he doesn't know somebody, they lose all human value. And that scares me that somebody will say something that will trigger something, just a quick comment. And it'll just be like that. And they're not going to have that look that he's going to recognize, I love that person. That person will lose all human value to him. And then what? Dr. Wallace,
1: will you continue to be involved in this situation in assisting Wade and working with the VA and doing anything that we can to help Wade get answers, to help the authorities to get answers, to figure this whole thing out? Yes, I think we're on the track, actually, and I think today was really a, a major step forward. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Dr. Phil, and I'm in the studio audience because we have fun in it. We've been through a very intense two days here, like you. I I have been shocked at so much of what I have heard, and I have tried to guide our way through this. Clearly, this story isn't over. We're continuing to work with the Federal Bureau of Investigation and the Iowa State Police and cooperate in every way that we can to find out what's going on. My number one concern is the health, safety, and well-being of Michelle and her children. My second priority is the health, well-being, and safety of Wade. I don't want him hurting himself or anyone else. That's why we have lots of professionals involved. We've notified law enforcement. We will keep you posted, and I'm sure I will hear from you on the message boards. Thank you for being here.